Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. Yeah, so you're like at Taihan makes a catch and he, you know, walk on. Yes. Like you just probably not got, someone you wanted yeah, in the game in that situation. Right. But like if that even even if you look at a guy like Thomas Fedoni, this was his first year playing. Yeah, this was his first experience with college football. Right. I'm not making excuses. I'm just saying that's part No, it it part matters. Of the though. reason. It matters. It's part of the reason. This is Chubba Purdy's most extended time. Yeah, as, played three games. Yeah, as a as a college football player, um, the with, offensive line is same with Emmett Johnson. And honestly, the offensive line I thought was pretty good. They played pretty well. I mean, Consi- all things considered, right? Like they, yeah. There's some inexperience there. In You're missing two starters, mm-hmm. right? Um, ben Scott's banged up. Yeah, pretty and good. Playing though. pretty good. He is. Yeah, pretty good. Him coming if he decides to come That's back. Huge. That is as big as Ty Robinson coming That's back. That's a gigantic Maybe bigger. Yeah. Because if you lose Ty, you still have Nash. Yeah. And I know they really like Justin Evans Jenkins, but if you can keep him at a guard spot yeah. and then keep Ben Scott at a center, there's a chance that line could ben actually – Scott was their best offensive lineman. Which I, I think is saying something because I think a few guys played pretty well. Yeah. Um, you've got a think chance – Think about it. All the hate that Ben Art got last year. Yeah. No one said his name once this year, <laughs> yeah. and that's awesome. I know it's for me, right? Like he yeah. played. Like I think the offensive. How wild is this? I think the offensive line, and I don't think this is a hot take, was the best unit on offense this year. Oh, I was gonna say second best on the team. Well, third uh, offensively, yeah. For offensively, sure. it was definitely the best yeah, unit no on the question. team. Yeah, no which question. is crazy. No question. They were dead last going into the year, right? Yeah. Like our predictions of them. Like, we're dead last. Offensive line coach that people were like, why are you keeping yes. him? Hey, look, turned out to be pretty And right. not just dead last, but dead last by a mile. Yeah. It was everybody else. It's like, oh, we feel okay about the quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Maybe we weren't in love with Jeff Sims and we figured he'd be functional. Okay. Missed that one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We didn't maybe, yeah. Feel, <laughs> didn't maybe feel great about the wide receivers. We're like, oh, we got Billy Kemp. We got Marcus Washington. Gone. We got Isaiah, Isaiah Garcia Castaneda. Gone. Mm-hmm. We got Xavier Betts. Gone. Yeah. Billy Kemp hurt most of the last half of the season. Wasn't really, yeah. And I mean, wasn't the guy. Wasn't the same. Partially probably because of the quarterback play, right? Yeah. Like he he's also a, hurt a little. You know, he's been banged hurt. up. Yeah. But Billy Kemp's a guy that needs, like, precision quarterback play. Yeah. He's Timing a, is important. He is a, him. like quintessential slot receiver you want like quick precise routes with third him. and third and six i'm gonna get you set six and a half absolutely yeah third and ten i'm getting you six and a half yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. that's kind of the billy kemp right but if you don't have a guy that can make those throws billy kemp doesn't look like he has a very good year they plus got, he was banged I'm up right you, they have got to do something at quarterback they do have oh to do something and we'll get to that um but, yeah, offensive line was, like, it was those uh, tight end. We're like, ah, we think Fedoni's going to be good if he can stay healthy. We like Borkature, you know. Uh, we like Lindemeyer a little bit. And so it was those groups, and they were like, and then the offensive line is down here. Like, please just don't kill us. Yeah. And it the, almost completely inverted. The lack, well, at times, lack of running game. Sure. I, yeah, I forgot t- the running back. Not all the time, but at times there was. Inconsistency. A, a, yeah, lack of yeah. running game. Um, you have receivers that just frankly couldn't create a ton of separation unless it was a YOLO ball. 
Yeah, and when they because did. Because Jalen Lloyd can run, Malachi Coleman can yes, run. But they right. don't have quite like the route There's running part there. down. Yeah, not yet, yeah. right? Like they'll get. Yeah, they're, tr- they're true freshmen. Jalen Lloyd is, he's dynamic. He's going to be. He's, of an athlete. Yes, yeah. It just, he needs more time with reps. With the football part running of it. Yeah. And, yeah, like. That's same thing with that. Malachi. Malachi made, came in pretty raw. Yeah, oh yeah. The fact that he was able to contribute at all this year yeah, well, is, I mean, he had to, right? right? But it's kind of shocking. It's a little bit shocking. I don't know if that was the plan. I'm sure it wasn't, right? Yeah. But he is an incredible athlete. Yeah. Probably didn't think he was going to play this year, not anything. Right. Or at least not more than his redshirt Both of those games. guys are fantastic. I, I th- they're going to be I think, well documented that they're great track athletes. Yes, and I think they have a chance to be really good football players. Right. Um, but yeah, we didn't even mention the running back group where you have your first two guys down. The guy that maybe was supposed to be the best guy in that group, Anthony Grant, got like mothballed because he couldn't hold on to the football. Yeah. And then you have Emmett Johnson actually play pretty good, but that's was he was definitely fourth on the list. Yeah, he of was not anyone you talked about at running back. Yeah, running back was the situation. Too. So the the point of all this is to say the two the two positions on offense is that touch the ball primarily mm-hmm. weren't great. Yeah, quarterback and what, running wide receiver? Back. And running back, yeah. Like, yeah, absolutely. where you want to lean on, right? Like, both the – I mean, yes. obviously the quarterback touches every time. I'm talking running back, like, you, you those guys lead? get yes. the ball more than a receiver does. Sure, or whatever. yeah. So, yeah. Both those spots were not great. I thought Fedoni – I thought tight end blocking-wise, I thought they did – I thought they did a good job. Pretty well. Yeah. And Fedoni – he made plays. He made plays. It's just again, and again, if you have a quarterback, quarterback that can get you that ball, yeah, a little y- bit, you know, because I do think guys got open more than we noticed mm-hmm. because the quarterbacks couldn't get him the ball. Correct. Right. So I don't even want to put too much on the wide receivers, considering what happened, or the any of the pass catchers, right? right. Wide receiver, tight end, considering what happened in those groups, injury wise, I thought it was like remarkably effective. Yeah. Um, but that all goes to your point of. When we have these conversations about uh, clock management and end-of-game management and end-of-game decision-making. Who's on the field is. Yeah, your ability to trust who's actually going to execute the calls you're making. Now, the clock management thing's a little more tangential to that, but I do think it still ties in. Tangential, wow. It's 7.14 a.m., and we're using SAT words here. It's (laughs) it's <laughs> I do think I've it, never heard that word before. <laughs> I'm I think not it's surprised. still related, <laughs> but not quite as uh closely related as the like play calls and the, mm-hmm. the what you're trying to do and whether you're going for the win for for six or you're going for a tie for three or whatever. So all that is to say that it's not like the offense was ever in an ideal spot this year. Basically from the jump, it was either these guys are totally ineffective looking at Jeff Sims, turnovers, mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. or super banged up, we have nobody healthy. Right. That was the state of the offense the entire year. The whole year. So it's hard to Not be great. super duper critical, but at the same time you do have to be like, hey, like there's some things we probably need to do a little better. Right. Yeah. Um one of the things I wanted to get to uh in the first segment here, because it I feel like I have a lot of Nebraska Stuff to get off my chest. It feels like they played like three weeks ago, but it was only like two days ago. It does. It well, It feels like a long time ago. It feels like a very long time. Even though it was only a day early, right? It feels like I it was. I knew a, that guy was keep walking in here. It's a little annoying. 
That's all right. Um, <laughs> Distract. I'm, I, I don't know if you know this, but I'm like, squirrel. Where? Yeah, you got a little ADHD yeah, going oh yeah. on there. It's yeah. all right. That's what the coffee's for. You got to get the. I know that is. Uh, what's that? I've never seen that guy. I, I, I didn't even see him. I just hear the door. Um, I'm sorry. I wanted to get to. There's three things outside of like the super obvious, right? Okay. That I would like to see changed for next year. And I'm. This is outside. Are you talking of, coaches? There's just general changes okay. within the program. Some of it has to do with coaching. Most of it has to do with coaching. If I'm being honest. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not talking about like, yeah, they need a transfer quarterback or two or, or ten. Like that's an, <laughs> that's an obvious. Like, right. and I'm not talking about like, hey, they need to turn the ball over like half as much. Yes. That's yes. I know that. That is an obvious. We don't need to spend time on that. If you turn the ball over two-thirds as much as you did, you probably have seven or eight wins. Like that's, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a fair assessment. This is more getting into the weeds a little bit more and, and mostly about coaching. So the first one for me, and I want you to tell me if, if I'm crazy off base or, or how you think on this oh, one. I will. I'm, I figured. <laughs> <laughs> you generally have no problems being like, Robbie, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Um, I would like there to be a quarterback coach that is independent of the offensive coordinator role. Fair. Yeah. Because is that person going to be more of an analyst? I would like an on-field quarterback coach. So what or what position are you going to change? So either so you that are able to go out and recruit people. So either you uh, probably my guess would be you take Josh Martin, put him back in an analyst role and give tight ends to Satterfield like you were intended to in the first place. Hmm. Or if well, and this goes into one of my other points. Foley's also coached tight ends in the past. Um, so either Satterfield or Foley could take your tight ends. I I here and here's why. Yes, you need other guys in that room, but if you're going to be a developmental program, like yeah, they've talked a- about over and over and over again, you need somebody who can develop the most important position on the field. Correct. So that to me is like a non-negotiable. I need an independent quarterback coach. So just that's it. Like that's, that's his job. Like a not this guy, but a Mario Vadusco role. That is his job. <laughs> yeah, not not guy. not him specifically. Not. He can smoke cigars if he wants. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, but not like I, I want a guy who that's his job because hmm. that's a big enough job. I'm just thinking how you wh- you structure the staff. You have to structure the staff staff differently. Obviously. Yeah. I don't know, because I think Josh Martin, I think the players really like him. I think he's got some juice as far as recruiting. This is all recruiting-based. Sure, right? but absolutely. Like I, I think you I, – I don't know. It feels like you you keep that guy in that spot. Which is fair, but there's other places you can go. Foley does a good job kind of getting out there and recruiting a little bit too. How does He's in charge of the in-state stuff, right? So he's done a really good job. He's, he's done a good job building the relationships. Is that something he could do from an analyst role if you wanted to well, hand? He can't be out. He can't be like out, out, yeah. right? But he can still. Remember, the guy drove around the entire state. I understand that. Okay, I'm just saying. <laughs> Not saying. I mean, yeah, it's more important to probably have someone that can. Especially considering. Not in, Nebraska for a quarterback. This is my number two point. The special teams weren't that good. They were better than they were previously, though. I mean, were they better than last year under Bill Bush? No. I thought they were pretty good last year. Yeah, they were pretty good. They but were better I, than the years before that. I think they – I think that – I mean, think about the fake punt stuff, like some of those things that, like, worked. 
yes, but you also think about like a freshman kicker. I get that. I'm not even talking about making a missing kick. Okay. I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking more about like the strategy on of punt fair returns. Catching the ball like at Michigan State. How yeah. do you even let Billy Kemp make that decision yeah, for you? That's when Ethan Nation seems at least functional catching punts. Until he wasn't on Friday. I mean if he caught it, he just fumbled. <laughs> <laughs> caught the punt. Like it's, they made it seem like they did not have another single person on the team who could physically they also block two field goals catch a Friday. punt. Terrific, which is super hard to do. It is. How much so, of that's? How much of that is Ed Foley? How much of that is just an individual effort little, from Ty Robinson? Crazy. No, because if you if you, like watching the game, you you saw uh, before the first block kick, you saw Matt Rule say, "Block it, block the kick." So they had a block. Okay. On. They knew what they were doing. All right. So, that, so that's if strategy. If we're leaving Ed Foley. That's a little strategy. If we're leaving Ed Foley and we want to leave Josh Barton, is there another place you look at as some place you could I don't know. I find another spot. I because offensive line coach you have to have out. Yeah, you're not losing the offensive line coach. Yeah, I mean it's you're not losing wide receivers. You're not losing running backs probably. No. Um that's so maybe probably the, about the only running backs. No, special teams, tight end stuff is where you could. Maybe right, that's do prob- that. that's probably the spot where you need to, or where you'd have an opportunity. Or you to. just let Satterfield move on. That would probably be my preference, but it seemed pretty clear that wasn't going to happen. I don't think that's going to happen unless he gets a better offer somewhere. Which I where would that be? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe it's like encouraged to get a better yeah, offer. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't think know. that's going to happen. Doesn't sound like it. I don't either, but. That's the easiest, but I still, in that job, I still have a hard time because I think some of the mistakes in the play calling and stuff like your Again, I, I'll go back to this. Yeah. With all the injuries, sure. et cetera, is, and quarterback play, is this the offense that they want to run? I don't think so. Probably not. So it's hard. So they had to pivot in the moment, in the middle of the season, or after game two. Here's my, here's my question, though, okay? Very limited, you know. I get that Jeff Sims has never really lived up to his physical abilities, whether at Georgia Tech or here. But he was a functional starting quarterback at Georgia Tech. Yeah. And he became very much not that at Nebraska. Some of that's with confidence, though, too, but that's coaching. But isn't that part of the coaching yeah. thing? Like, I, so I guess who – I get part of it's him, but lots of guys make mistakes and bounce back from it. I, I – I'm having a hard time. Like he he didn't have the next play mentality. Like, you could just tell. He yeah, he got stuck in it, right? Yeah. Some of that is obviously on him. Correct. But does some of that get fixed if you've got a guy that's dedicated to working with quarterbacks to help them work through those things? I don't know. Probably. I would think so. Isn't yeah. I mean, that's kind of the point of that guy's job. It'll be, it, that is the one position that is so interesting going yeah. forward. Yeah. Because they've got to find somebody else. They've got to find somebody else, and you have to either... Or at least someone that can, like... I mean, hey, if they bring someone in and it's Chubba wins it or Heinrich Harburg wins the job over that guy, great. But they've got to have to bring somebody Somebody in. else has you to You can't just in. assume the guys you in your room are going to be okay. You can't just redo it with what you got. Absolutely no not. Way. Uh, coming up next, I've got a little bit more of things I might want to see change next year. That's Mike Sauter. I'm Robbie Lula. You're listening to Herd at Sports Radio.